Welcome to another episode of In the Deep with Dave. Today I am joined by a lady called Holly Matthews. Holly has a bit of a varied background. Holly, you've been in acting, been an actress, um, and then moved on from kind of your acting career into more of a uh, self-development coach and, and life coach. Um, but I'll let you introduce yourself and, and go over a little bit about your background, Holly. So over to you. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I uh, yes, yeah, so you're right. My my background has been pretty varied, and I've never had a proper job, whatever proper job <laughs> means. So I started acting when I was 11 years old in the northeast in Biker Grove, and yeah. um, did seven years on that. All my awkward teenage years are out there on the internet for somebody Excellent. to drag up and show me pictures of. And, <laughs> It's, it's awful. Everybody else gets to hide there. It's not me. So then I, um, I continued in the world of acting and I did Waterloo Road and Doctors and The Bill and Casualty. And I was really very much living the life that I'd created for myself. It's what I always wanted to do. I was very focused on, on the entertainment world and, and I just loved it. I, I love the world of acting. You know, you, as an actor, you get to walk around in somebody else's shoes for a while and understand that character and what makes them tick. Yeah. And, it's always fascinated me. And in the background, I was always doing self-development, but I was doing self-development for me because believe me, growing up on television ain't easy for the mindset. And, you know, I certainly found that really quite difficult to suddenly have, you know, be from a normal working class home and, and go to a normal working class school and then, you know, suddenly have, you know, millions of people watching you on the telly and it, it doesn't always bring, you know, there's loads of great sides about that, but, Equally, there's a lot of, um, you know, challenges that you face, you know, from a a mental health point of view as well. So I always did self-development in the background for myself. So that was, and I don't really know where that came from. And I have really tried to understand that, but I think it just came from a, because my dad was a welder, my mum worked in a bank. So it wasn't like they were into that stuff. Um, But I think it just came from necessity. I didn't want to feel shit. And I did. And so I thought I just need to, and I kind of made up what it was that, you know, the self-development I was doing. Um, but then I, it took me, when I, I became a mom, so I've got two daughters, and yeah. again, you, you, you assess your, your work in life again when you become a parent. And the other thing I'd always done outside of acting is I decided early on that I didn't want to be skinned. I didn't want to be a skin actor. I knew that it was depressing to be a creative person stuck in working in a coffee shop, you know, wishing your life away, just waiting for that, that big break. And I didn't want that. So I have always been pretty entrepreneurial and I just decided that I would find a way, whatever that meant, whatever I would do to be my own boss. And I've done many things over the years, all kinds of stuff. I've dressed as a yogurt pot. I've, you know, I've, (laughs) I've worked in, worked selling tequila in strip clubs. I've done all kinds of weird stuff that I always just thought to myself, this will be a brilliant chapter in a book one day. And it'll be be stories for when I'm old and I can, you know, I'll be telling all of those stories and, and that's, exactly what's happening right now you know I I tell the kids stuff and they laugh and but I was always doing that stuff and then so self-development was always in the background and so was entrepreneurship around all of the acting stuff that I was doing and I signed to Sony so I was a singer for a while doing top of the pops and all that stuff and um and then when I met my husband, um, we, again, we were very entrepreneurial, both worked together. And sadly in 2014, my husband Ross was diagnosed with brain cancer yeah. and 
subsequently died in 2017, which meant that my self-development kind of came to the foreground very naturally because I just had to do it and I had to talk about it. And I was, I just found that people naturally gravitated towards me because of that and wanted to understand how I was coping with such a, a massive thing when perhaps they couldn't deal with daily life, you know, just normal stuff. And so, although it's weird when I do interviews now, people are like, so the two questions are, so how did you go from acting into self-development or when are you going to go back to acting? That's kind of always the interesting thing, but I just don't think it's that big a jump personally. I know a lot of actors have, a lot of actors do self-development because we are, you know, very thinky, introverty people often and so I actually think it goes very much hand in hand but yes I mean that's a long-winded introduction if ever you've had one but um, it's just not a you know I guess my my story is very varied and and my life has been very varied and I should probably be about a hundred I don't know how it's (laughs) (laughs) I think I've I've, I've led a very similar similar background if you like I've I've always had yes. lots of different jobs lots of different business not businesses but like I'd always I'd always find a way of making money and I suppose yes. when I was in my early 20s when I used to tell people what I'd done they were like how have you done all that in a short space of time and I think it's yeah. <laughs> when you are entrepreneurial and you are outgoing and you do I I just say I just call it I'm having a go you know whatever it is yeah. whatever I Whatever I try, whatever I try my hand to, I just have a go. Where people like me, mum and dad, they had, you know, me mum only ever had two jobs in her whole life till she retired. Yeah, one at the bank it? until she got made redundant and then one at the local council. So she could never understand me where I'd be like, oh, mum, I'm going to do this. She's like, what, what do yeah. you mean? Just stick to one thing. And I'm like, no, and it no. Feels, it feels really scary for people when they've not had that. And I guess we, I think I'm lucky and, I, and probably you feel the same that I don't feel that sense of worry about that because I always bring it back to this. Yes, there's a sense of, there's a lack of security, but you don't necessarily have that in a job, first of all, either these days. And I just trust me of the past. Like, I just think, look, you, I'll work it out. I'll work yeah. out whatever I, my mantra has always been, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, I'll work this out. I will remain as flexible as possible. And whatever life throws my way, I am going to, you know, shimmy through the cracks and find a way yeah. to get back to a space where I'm in control of my life and I do what I want. And that's it. Whether that's, you know, whether you're a, a multi-billionaire or you just, you know, you're comfortable enough that you can choose how to live your life. Like one of, I think one of my favorite quotes was by, it's by Bob Dylan, I think. And it is about what success is. And he, there's a quote by him where he says, success is, sorry, he says, a man is successful. If he's talking about himself, a man is successful when he wakes up in the morning and goes to bed at night and in between he does whatever he likes. And I just yeah. think that's it, isn't it? Like that for me, whether, yeah. whether you're a millionaire or you're not, like if you can wake up and you can, you know, you can decide what happens in your day, then that's a luxury. That's such a, an exciting thing. And, and entrepreneurial people, I think our focus is largely on that. How can I wake up and use, you know, I've had this spark of an idea and I can, I can do something with that. And that kind of resilient attitude will pull you through anything. Yeah. And there's not a day. There's not, a, I'm very lucky. There's not a day I wake up 
where I hate going to what you would class as work, doing my job, running the different businesses that I'm involved in. There's not a yeah. day I wake up and I hate doing that. There's not a day, you know, don't get me wrong, there's sometimes you have to make difficult decisions and you don't mm. want to make them difficult decisions or speak to these people, but sometimes you have to do that. But you know, I, I, I pretty much get up and I love doing what I do. And I think yeah. when there's so many people in the world who don't, so many people in Britain who don't, I feel like I'm so blessed when yeah, I'm agreed. able to enjoy what I do, enjoy giving back. I enjoy the podcast. And you know, the podcast is great because I get to talk to very different people from, from actors, mm. actresses, celebrities, footballers, entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches. I get to talk to all these many different people. And I enjoy because I learn as well from different of people. Of course. I mean, it's such a, I yeah. mean, that's the great thing about the, the, the type, the way that, you know, entrepreneurs work. You can, you can create anything that works for you as well, that you're always learning from something you can create. A, you know, I, I'm putting something together at the moment on resilience and I have pulled together and just messaged a lot of my coaching friends or, you know, business friends and just said, look, how have you been resilient? What have you learned? You know, what are your top tips? Yeah. And, you know, again, it's, it's me that's learning too. So although I'm creating this content for my community and, and people who follow yeah. me, I'm also learning myself and, and I've kind of got this ruse of, of being able to use, you know, the, the fact I'm putting something together to ask those questions. And it's the same with the podcast. You can ask anything that you want on this podcast and you can, by the way, with me, I'm an open book. There's no, yeah. whatever you think your listeners would be interested in knowing, then ask the question. Cause I, I think it's important what? we talk. I first got introduced to to you and your content. I think it was something something you put something on LinkedIn which somebody liked mm. and grabbed me attention. And then I thought, oh, who, who just did a bit of research. And then I listened to the podcast that you did probably a while ago with the True Geordie podcast. Ah, uh, yes. Po that podcast there was obviously all about your backstory, all about the mm -hmm. you know the sad thing that you went through with your husband and and losing yeah. your husband. And I thought to myself, you know that. There's so many people could learn from from your story and, and what you went through because you've taken an absolute tragic episode in your life, but then used that yeah. as a platform to help other people in, in similar um, yeah. situations, in, in people where they believe they've got nowhere to go. And, 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 you know, even if we just talk about what's happening right now with this whole coronavirus and the lockdown, mm. people are panicking and being yeah. persecuted for panicking and panic buying and, and things that, you know, and that is granted, but people just don't know what to do. Nobody is telling them what to do or where to no. go. And nobody's giving them help to say, look, you know, all they see, and we, you know, we just chatted there about reading the news. If you read the news all day, you would go out and panic buy because of you course. believe that there's going to be a shortage and there's, there's going to be a shortage of food. So people just don't know where to go. And I think, no, you're well, right. They don't your story and what you've done and, and, and what happened there. And then, and then you've used this in such a, a positive way to just mm. affect so many lives positively and so many people. I just think it's, it's, well, it's something that, I mean, that, that for me has always been, and I, you know, it's certainly right now I'm really picking at what is, what has made me resilient because I am a resilient person. I'm a person that bounces back and what 
what differentiates people in that way and how can we teach it? Cause that's what I want to do. I, exactly what you've just said. There are people out there that have no clue. And so they're resorting to what they know, which is to go on the news, to, to look yeah. on social media. And they're just going into this absolute spiral. And in all honesty, we, I mean, even a couple of weeks back, I, I mean, I don't read, I don't look at the news in general life. I don't look at the news. And that really started when my husband was going downhill I mean, I wasn't exactly like constantly on the news before that because I understand how the media works from my own background. Mm -hmm. And I know that journalists run off the, the premise, if it bleeds, it leads, right? Meaning yeah. the worst stories will lead and yeah. that's what we consume. They don't, they're not posting out many positive stories. That doesn't get the same traction. Unfortunately, we don't click on it. So that's why they put out the most miserable, terrifying stories because people go, oh my God, I need to click on this and find out more. So you have to remember that. So I always, so when, when my husband was in the hospice and when, and afterwards, I knew I had to get so ruthless with my mindset that I could not let in anything that wasn't going to keep me able to help me to be able to deal with what was going on. And I knew that letting any kind of other negativity would just suck me into this spiral of that space of fear, of worry, of anxiety. And so I protected myself from that. Now, a couple of weeks back, because everybody, I mean, I didn't know much about the coronavirus for way longer than everybody else did because I wasn't consuming it. Now I still got that information because you've always got that one or two friends that want to tell you yeah. stuff. And um, so I still knew what was going on enough to know what I needed to do. And other than that, I was kind of staying out of it. Now about, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago, I, I got sucked into what everybody else was doing and I started to yeah. look online more. And it was the only time when I suddenly became really quite anxious. And that was because I was doing exactly what everybody's doing right now. And as soon as, and the last week I've completely stopped that. So I, the only, the time I, I listened to the news yesterday by mistake, and that was only because I was on radio, BBC Radio London yesterday being interviewed. Yeah. And I was on between the news. So the news was on in my ear. So yeah. I accidentally listened to the news yesterday. And, and honestly, it's like an instant anxiety because they, it, I think the reason for that is because it makes the magnitude of this feel so huge. Whereas what I would suggest to your listeners is what in, during this time, you're going to have to zone in to your family, to your space, to those that you need to care for. You will get the news anyway, right? They're sending yeah. out text messages. You will get the news. If you need to know something else right now, you know, you've got to bunker down, right? That's it. Bunker down, look after yourself. And what I've been saying to my friends and family is, and what I've been saying to my daughters, my daughters are nine and seven. And I said, look, yeah. we are going to, we're going to treat this like our own little retreat. Okay. We're going to decide this is our, th at the moment, it's a three week retreat. And on this retreat, we're going to do some fitness. We're going to work on our minds. We're going to meditate. Um, we're going to do, we're going to watch some cool films. We're going to enjoy each other's company. We're going to make sure that we're eating the, as well as we can. We're going to drink lots of water and we're going to come out of this better than we were before. That is the space that I'm going to be in for this, for this lockdown and whatever that takes, whether this carries on throughout the year in my mind now, we, and I heard someone talking about this the other day, we have to grieve the loss of the year we had planned. We had yeah. a year planned. It's not going to happen that way now. And we can either grasp onto that year and, and hurt ourselves and feel pain because we're trying to keep hold of something that we have no control of, or we can let go of the year we had planned and go, okay, so what's this year going to be for me right now? Because if we decide 
this year can be transformative in a way that we would never have had before. When we, when we were doing everything that we had planned, the distractions, the noise, the, you know, everything else, we aren't looking after, we're generally not looking after ourselves. We're not, you know, we're not thinking about this stuff. I mean, for goodness sake, I have seen more people jogging in the last week or so than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I've seen more families walking past my window in their little, you know, their family unit walking together. Yeah. We don't see that in normal life. And I just think if we can try to see this as transformative and, and turn down the noise of everything else. <clears throat> I don't need to know what Karen from the school run is telling me in some local Facebook page yeah, about her right. fears. I don't know what Karen's triggers are. I don't know her life story. She's probably full of fear every day anyway. So I don't need to have her fear rub off on me and neither do your listeners and neither, none of us do, which is not helpful at all. And I think that's great advice that because I think it's, when you switch off the news and you just concentrate on your own little world, and I said this, you know, my wife's a, a, a bit of a, a worrier, if you like. She's the, she's the one that consumes everything, and she's deleted the news app, which is a great thing, which I told her to. Very, so we, we literally, we watch the update from Boris at five o'clock, and then the yep. news is off. We're back to normal life. And I said, let's take it for what this is. I said we were due to go to Florida with me business partner and his his young girls and my boys on, on the eighth of April. That's cancelled. I said we. And you know, and I spoke to the girl from the the uh, travel agent. She's like, I'm. So, I says, look, we're cool with this. I went, you just sort this yeah. whenever you can. Whatever we need to do, transfer it to next year. We still want to go. You know, it's yep. going to be business partners, girls, first time going. I says, we mm -hmm. still want to go. You just sort it out whenever you can. I says, we're the least of your worries. That's it. Done. Put behind us. There's that job exactly. ticked off sorted a few things out with kids football that they're not going to, you know, managed to cancel direct debits and, and standing us the kids football where they've told us to, all of that's done. And I said, yeah. let's use this time. I says, we've spent more time together in the yeah. house talking um, yeah, watching exactly. the films that we we've never sat and watched the kids have yep. you know came down and watched the film together and we've had you know they've got a structured day. I says, I says we've managed to do PE with nearly a million kids. Yeah, we've been world. doing it too. It's been, I mean, how cool is that? That's fantastic. Oh, oh, but I put on my Facebook the other day, I says, if Joe Wicks is not Sir Joe Wicks by this time next year, you know, <laughs> I says, he really needs to be, I says, because yeah, what brilliant. he's doing is bringing everyone together. I says, we get to do PE with the kids and nearly a million other people live at, at the same time. I says, we're going out, we're walking the dog. I says, the dog is probably the happiest he's ever ever been he's not locked I mean, in this he's is the thing listen to all these positive there's so many positives to come of this if we focus on that and it always comes down to that and you know i was saying this the other day i had this feeling when when my husband was dying i had this you know this real feeling of um you know almost like floating outside myself this feeling of you know the world as you know it is unsteady and that yeah. I un I realized you know when he died I just the world I knew isn't isn't what I knew it didn't make sense anymore nothing that I knew made sense and so I realized that when he died that I had to lack judgment of how the world works and I had to just and, and it made me so clear on what was actually important and what wasn't. And when it comes to any big trauma or tragedy or big challenge that we face in our lives it can give you the most clarity. And what yeah. I realized when Ross died, and, and again, when this is all going on, is that when it comes down to it, our needs are basic. Our needs are food and water and love 
and connection and whether that connection is across a screen it may need to be for the time being but what we have seen is neighbors speaking to each other when they hadn't before people reaching out to one another people checking in to see if their friends are okay you know friends you haven't spoken to before just thinking oh god i better just check they're all right you know that is when it comes down to it our needs are basic and what matters, you know, and I was looking at, I don't know if you felt this, I always feel this like kind of disconnect from stuff and materialistic stuff when it comes down to like really, you know, tragic things that have happened. And I just looked around my house the other day again, and I just thought, none of this matters, like this stuff in our house, because no. when it comes down to it, I can't eat the telly. <laughs> you know, no, I can't, I, I can't, I just, it doesn't matter. And I said to the girls, we've, the, my daughters have set up a tent in their bedroom for the last few nights. So they've been sleeping in a tent in the room, little den. And I got in the tent last night and, and my oldest gets, she's, you know, she can be quite anxious around health stuff, understandably, because, you know, her blueprint is that people can die now and, and that's frightening. So she was a bit anxious and we were talking. And yeah. I said, look, what we're doing right now is we're bunkering down. Nobody's getting in. We're not going out. And in this tent are the most important people in my life. And that's all that matters. And that is simply it. And I think if we can get into that space of really being in the moment with our loved ones, then we can come out of this just better people. Like, it's just yeah. it's simply that. I, I, I do believe we will come out. Like last week, it probably affected me more than it did, than anything's really affected me. I, I felt like I wasn't yeah. really, um, co- I couldn't concentrate. I felt like, a, an, like you say, an out-of-body experience yeah, where, yeah, yeah. you know, my businesses were closing all the work that we were doing was all coming to a halt. Um, yep. You know, news after news, and, you, you know, I got a bit of consumed in it, and then I just stopped it, stopped the news, stopped all of the Facebook, whatever someone said, have you seen this? And I'm like, look, has it come out of Boris Johnson's mouth? No, well, I don't believe it. You know, that's it. And whatever people were telling me, I just didn't believe. And this week, I've been so much more positive towards everything yeah. and, and getting things and, and working with the businesses to go, right, how can we, how can we get this yeah, what online? Can we do? How, how, what no, can we do? That's it. What can how we do can we rather than people? what can't? Mm-hmm. Well, like, I said the know, same I, I said the same. It's, um, you know, for me, I, I was thinking about, you know, the difference between well, when I was in the hospice to get me through, I, I worked and I know that's weird for some people, but I, I created content. I spoke about things and I, I talked openly about stuff. And, and it, for me, what I realized in this time I had got into consuming rather than creating. Yeah. And so now I'm, my whole focus now is how can I give out what people need from me right now? Now the skills that I have are resilience in a Lord, right that's that's yeah. what I do that's what I've got I can find the good in the worst situation I've always prided myself on that and so for right now I need to step up and I need to lead from the front because that is what people need right now they need to hear my voice of straight talking self-development they need to see that self-development doesn't yeah. have to be this big thing when I talk about meditation I ain't talking about some fancy thing sat in the woods I'm talking about sat on your chair in your house I'm talking about you know just being able to meditate around your kids fighting each other. That's, that's the skill that I want to teach people because meditation again, doesn't have to be this big deal. It's, it's about just giving your brain a few seconds of rest and from everything else and a few moments of zone out. And so for me, what can I do now? What can I create? That's going to be my focus because as soon as I slip into consuming, it's just not good for our health. And, and even if you are a business owner, whatever, what can you do? What can you create yeah. for your family? You know, can you create a great meal? 
this time? Can you really take, make some effort and create a brilliant meal? And you can sit down, you can even dress up to go for that meal. So you feel lovely. And you know, what can you create for your family? You know, can you create a weekly, um, FaceTime call where you all sit together and you have a cup of tea and some biscuits together, whatever, what can you create that's going to keep you from consuming all this shit online? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And so how, uh, you know, let's give some advice out to, to people right now. How will, what is the top tips on, on, on being resilient and, and, and turning this negative into a positive? How, how can people work through this? Okay, so let me give you some things, some advice. I would say, obviously, we've covered the turn off the news. Be ruthless with what you're allowing in. And that even comes down to, you know, um, when you like if you're in a great head like i'm a big fan of uh, law and order special victims unit and i like crime dramas and miserable stuff right i do but <laughs> yeah. if i'm if i'm not in a great mental headspace if my brain if i'm feeling quite anxious i'm not sure it's that healthy for me to watch law and order svu because it's full of like adrenaline and our brain doesn't know the difference so when we watch a horror film and we feel scared the, we have the same reaction in our brains, the same adrenaline that kicks in as if it was really happening. So if you're, if you're in a space right now where you're feeling really quite anxious, you just need to make sure you're, you're protecting what you allow into your space. And that includes what you're watching. So just be a little bit aware of that. The next thing is the language that you're using to talk about your situation. Yeah. So I talk massively, constantly. In fact, I've just released a, a, a load of t-shirts and hoodies with this written on i say constantly at my workshops change your bullshit story now what i mean yeah. by that is we have a choice how we are going to talk about any given situation we can talk yeah. about it by overgeneralizing, by distorting the truth by making something bigger than it is or we can completely reframe a situation so for example and i'm going to pop i'm going to pop my mom on blast a little bit here because my mom is the most dramatic person in her language so she will call you about something that would be really quite trivial yet she will phone me and she'll say i've had a nightmare i've had <laughs> an absolute nightmare now that creates in an anxiety in me because yes. to me the word nightmare i'm talking like a mass murder has occurred in my head a nightmare is like a, you know somebody's been taken hostage like it, that's a nightmare now even and people might find this really bizarre but for even when i was in the midst of watching my husband die the worst time of my life today i never described it as a nightmare and the reason I didn't describe it in those words or those terms or anything like it is because I didn't want that to be my story. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to find a way to reframe what was happening to make it easier for me to be able to get through. It's not for anybody else. It's not for anybody but you. So for example, when somebody would say, how are you? How are you? I couldn't say I'm brilliant because I was not yeah. brilliant. I was not. I was walking through stuff and that's what i would say i would say i'm okay i'll be yep. better i will be good again and, yeah, and yeah. that story was a, is a different story to it's a live and breathe a nightmare and i could have described that time in that way we can describe this time of of corona as a living breathing nightmare war zone all of the terrifying yeah. imagery that you have in your mind when you hear that or we can go okay this is a time of transformation. This is a challenge. Now there's a difference. Again, I, you'll probably hear when I speak, I say challenge, not problem. And the reason I say challenge is because we can rise to a challenge. 
a problem is a really stuck word. It feels very, very stuck. So the language that you are using right now, you need to listen to what you're saying when people ask how you are. How are you yeah. talking about the situation? We can even, and it's not about bullshitting yourself. I'm not saying like, if you feel horrendous and full of anxiety, I'm not asking you to grit your teeth and go, I'm amazing. That's bullshit yeah. as well. I'm not asking you to fake it. What I'm asking you to do is find better language. So it could be, um, I'm, I'm working through some stuff right now, but I'm going to be great. I'm working through. Working through something is a different headspace, right? Because it means that you're going to come to an end of this. I always talk about this when we talk about, you know, people being depressed or stressed or anxious. Often people really own that as in it's them. So they'll say, I have anxiety. I am depressed. And yeah. I understand, don't get me wrong. Don't, you know, don't um, confuse me. I understand titles and how they can help as well. You know, they can help for many reasons, but equally you don't want to stay in that space of anxiety. So if you're going to go, you know, I have anxiety, that's a really stuck position to be in. You can say I'm experiencing some anxiety at the moment. That's a different space because experience yeah, means it comes to an end. It has an end. Temporary, temporary it's happening now, but it's, it's not going to happen forever. Exactly. And I think, so just being very careful with the language and the story you are telling yourself, how are you talking about this situation? How are you talking about it with your kids, with your, you know, how are you running it out in your head? How are you playing it out? The next thing is to zoom in. So, you, you know, you imagine when you have your iPads or your iPhones and you do the little action with your hand to zoom out and zoom in. When yeah. we, at this moment, we're all quite zoomed out. We're going, my God, the whole world is going through this. This is, it feels like there's no way, nowhere to hide almost. And so we're very zoomed out. So what I want you to do is imagine zooming in with your fingers like we do. Zoom in to your direct people. Who are you yep. in lockdown with? Because they're your people right now. They're, you, you know, they're, they're your, your people in this moment. Zoom right into them. Who can, and, and also I do understand, you know, your, your wider family as well and your friends, but really zoom into yourself and your space and what can you do? What, you know, what can you do now? And, and the last thing I would say to, um, to really find positive activities that you can do and, things that you can find a way things that you can do to zone out from everything so as an example my way of zoning out i like to sketch i'm not particularly yeah. good i'm all right but when i'm copying something and you don't have to be good to do this by the way when i'm trying to copy something i have to spend real like i really have to concentrate on copying something so I can have an hour where i'm really trying to just draw something and my brain is completely zoned out to everything else so find your thing, find your thing that doesn't have to have an end goal. It's just, mm -hmm. just a thing to zoom you out, whether it's coloring. I've actually got some, I'm going to post them on my social media, some mindful coloring that I've, I've put together yeah. for everybody just to, to give you something to do. But trying to find an activity that you can do that means you're not on social media or tech, but just something, a jigsaw. I know a lot of people have ordered jigsaws and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Just anything that's going to keep your mind occupied from the so you don't spiral into the bigger picture and, and, that's, it's a lot yeah and that's key and, and i think even finding something to watch a box set you know people yeah. getting engrossed in a box set where you forget you know don't for, for for whatever you do don't choose pandemic that's on netflix that's probably not <laughs> oh there god to watch no. right now. <laughs> But, just not the uh, viewing for right now well i just watched prison break i mean i'm the i mean how 
old school am I? I'd, I'd never yeah, seen yeah. Prison Break before. And I just, I like watched five seasons of Prison Break. Loved it. Couldn't go. get enough of it. Wasn't thinking about go. pandemic. Exactly. And, that, and that's key. It's getting into something, putting the phone down, getting to a time to say, right, okay, phone's down, phone's off. You know, if somebody needs to get in touch with you for an emergency, I'm sure they can. But mm-hmm. get your phones off and, and, and focus on something else. And we've uh, obviously, we, you know, my, both of my boys play football for different teams. So we've set the challenge of a keep me up challenge. So they've got to video themselves. They've got to go out with the phones or the mums and dads' phones. They've got to video themselves and how many keep me ups. There's one lad who's just they've just put on um the messenger there he's been out since 8 30 this morning trying to beat another lad who set the, the oh, highest chance so for them it's keeping it. the kids a little bit of competition going they, they get to watch their yeah. mates because we're showing them the videos so on the parents group we're showing them the videos so the kids saying all right okay price is just getting 40 here now what are you going to do all right great so they still get to see the kids at spaces and it's good and it's it's keeping them occupied so they've got something as well as the school and obviously that's the brilliant school. if we can find something where whether it's going out with the kids and trying to trying to beat each other and trying to set little challenges away in the garden and things like that or in the yeah. house and doing exercise I, I do think it's important that you have them takeaways whether it's do joining in with the Joe Wicks at nine o'clock in the morning with the kids and yeah. things like that so it's they need something else to focus on and something you enjoy. Cause I think, you know, we're probably all guilty of this in life where when before this happened and we were all busy and we were all running businesses and, and going to work and things like that, we weren't making time for things that maybe we nope. enjoy or spending exactly. time as much time together as, as possible. And, you know, I had a guy on the podcast last week, um, a guy called John, he's, he's big in property, big in, uh, got a big letting agent agency in the northeast and, and one thing i learned from that is he says oh i go to the bed with the kids every night i spend 10 minutes in in, in their my little girl's room spend 10 minutes in me uh, little boy's room albeit he's he's 11 he doesn't really want to have that time he says but i make that time and i learned that then i thought that's a great idea yeah. that because we put the kids to bed and but even just going in just lying on the bed with them and saying oh you know what you're doing or what you're playing on or what you're doing on Fortnite, just taking that yeah. little bit 10 minute of interest where now I've got all day to do that. So they'll exactly. probably be sick of me come the end of this <laughs> isolation. Like, I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. What we, we so, do as well, another thing, it was another good tip for, you, for people to do, and maybe even if you've got a, uh, like a glass jar in your house, we have um, we have a glass jar in, in the girls' bedroom, and every day we say something that we, well, we've actually, we used to do a gra- just purely a gratitude one. So what do we feel grateful for? But what I started to do was ask the girls to come up with one thing that they're proud of, the one thing that they think they've done well, and then they have to think of one for each other, one for me. So it's like you're congratulating the other person as well as yourself for something you think that you did good today. So we do that and then we date it and we put it in the jar so that in a year's time we'll go through them and we look at what we were proud of through the year. So maybe we could do like a pandemic jar where you know people say what they feel great for what they've learned today, what they what they have what's what's the good, what's the positive about today? Because at the end of the day, you're finishing on something positive and you're reminding yourself yeah. of the good. Well, I've seen a great thing on Facebook this week where, and this is this is this is a great tip for parents who are having a who probably the same nightmares we're all living right now is the snacking. Can I have a snack? Can I have something to eat? So this this parent has put four boxes out 
on their My kitchen. sister's done this, amazing. Yeah. 50 pence, 20 pence, 10 pence and 5 pence. Class. They've put chocolate in the, the most expensive, then it goes down and then fruit is 5 pence. And they said they get a £1 a day to spend at the tuck shop. So they, if they choose two chocolate things, that's it. But if they choose yep. fruit, they can have, you know, lots of things. And I think that's a great thing because, again, they, they're, they're used to being in a classroom from, and then having their set break times. where And then when they come home, they're used to being able to go, oh, can I have, can I have some chocolate? Can I have a biscuit? Can, yeah. I have a, can I have some fruit? Can I have this? Where now they're just in that space. So I think that there. And we structured the kids' as days. We've, we've printed out the, the, the learning timetables and stuff like that from what the schools have done. So we're trying to add structure to yeah. a day, which then adds structure to our day. So then we're not on social media. We're not consuming. We're not. And I think that's these little tips and that jar there where you can say, what are we grateful for? What have we learned? And, and, and you can, when it, life goes back to normal, which it will go back to normal. Yep then you can pull out that jar and go, where were wow. we three weeks ago? Like, yeah. look at where we were. And, and, and then you can make them changes when life goes back to normal. Rather than going back exactly. to normal life and being busy, you can implement some of them things that you've... That's it. You, you can see what you've learned. I mean, maybe even doing a journal of some kind, you know, I think that would be an interesting thing to reflect on when we come out of the end of this. I mean, I'm doing a little, I've just started yesterday a vlog on my YouTube channel. I've decided to start just documenting a little bit of, you know, what's going on during this time. Again, purely because at some point in our lives, when we come through the other side, I'm going to be, it'll be interesting for when the kids are older to go, wow, we, we walked ourselves through that time and what, you know, we came out as different people and it's, yeah. it's a, it's actually, you know, certainly for the kids, it's, it's a good thing for them to experience something challenging. And I was saying this to my daughter, my oldest yesterday, because we talk about obviously their dad has died. So they have often felt quite different to a lot of their classmates in that respect. And it's hard yeah. for their classmates to understand the magnitude of going through the death of a parent. And so I, I obviously speak to them about that a lot. And sometimes children will say, awful things and they won't mean to say that but they won't understand yeah. it and so I spent a lot of time over the last few years saying you know they don't understand they haven't been through anything you you, you know you're yeah. glad they haven't been through something and then last night when I was talking to my oldest I said you know it's interesting that actually you now you in Texas my, my youngest is that you've got the the skills already in you to come through a challenging time you already know what it's like to go through something really difficult and yeah. personally difficult and and I said, you know, a lot of your classmates are now learning these skills because they've had to. And actually the good, th the one thing I know about, and I know a lot of parents maybe were worried about their children, but children are so resilient and they yeah. really do adapt very quickly. Children can, you know, we, we see how they go out and they cry one minute and they're laughing and they're back. You know, yeah. they're, they're an emotional roller coaster. And, and so it's, it's actually children we can learn from them a lot of the time because they, they are zoned in. They're not thinking about the bigger picture. They don't know it. So they're just no. happy to be doing the next good thing. And that's it. Just look for the next, the next good thing. You know, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be these moments where we feel anxious. And another thing actually just as another tip for people, because I don't ever want people to feel guilty about feeling anxious and worried. 
it's a big thing this right so yeah. what i was saying i did a, um, a boot camp at the weekend in my facebook group so if any of your listeners want to join it's um facebook groups and then it's the happy me project and they can i've opened Great. normally it's for people that do my courses or do my workshops but i've opened it up and we did a book a book campaigns on sunday in there and one of the things i was talking about was allowing yourself 10 moments of freak out so taking yourself away from the kids and and maybe even your partner or whoever you're in lockdown with sticking a 10 minute timer on your phone having you freak yeah. out, having you cry, having you, oh my God, this is massive. And then after that, when the alarm goes off, taking a big breath and, and moving on and finding a way, whether you get up and go for, for your run or you, you know, you go and enjoy yeah. a Netflix binge, whatever it is that you're going to do, but you do, it is okay to let yourself have that moment as well, because it's a lot, you know, you don't want to be like a, have it all like, pent up inside you either it's okay and crying does not make you weak crying is the most important thing it's important to let that out sometimes so all of us can just have our moments of having a good cry and then great. we move on from there great great advice and i think you know i think that's so important especially it's it'll help so many people right now and like you say even just opening your facebook group there to to, to everybody not just the people who have who have been on your previous courses or, 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 yeah. or seminars then have you seen a bigger influx of people coming through yes yeah and I've seen I've seen a lot of people and and what I'm doing like I say I'm creating stuff now because I know that people are going to need more so I'm trying to work out when is the best time for me to just go live because I know that um you know whether it's I'll probably do it across platforms but YouTube Instagram Facebook and yeah. in the the Facebook group but just giving people as much as they can to help them through it people people need that and they they you know they need to hear from somebody who you know the reason i talk about this stuff is because you know people can listen to my story and they can know i'm not coming from a place of safety i'm not coming from a place of never having yeah. gone through some stuff because i've been through a lot of things there's been a lot and so i'm sat I, I you know i sometimes describe it as you know i'm in the trenches too i get it like i know pain i know that those hardships those those times so that's why i talk about the stuff that i do and i think it's it's nice for people to hear that. And sometimes even, you know, like it sounds so trivial, but just hearing a, a Geordie accent, you know, yeah. some normal working class girl, it's no, I don't, I didn't come from a space of having all the luxuries in the world, although I've got a brilliant family and very, very lucky in that respect. And we had food in the fridge and all of that, but I didn't, you know, we weren't rich, we were normal. And yeah, so yeah. I think sometimes it's nice to hear somebody that isn't in their ivory tower. I am the same as everybody that, that I speak to. And, and I think, for, so for me right now, I've seen so many more people come in. I mean, the group has gone, I think it's gone up 200 people in the last week because wow. it's just because people, because I've opened the doors now and people are going, okay, that's what I need. And, that, and then I'm in the group, it means that I can ask them and be a bit more personable in there because I can say, what do you need? What do you need me to talk about? Yeah. You know, how can I assist in some way? And we've done um, meditation in there. We've done, um, we've talked about fear. We've talked about self-care and, and a lot of the stuff we've talked about on, on this podcast as well. But I'm just going to find ways over the next few weeks to use this time to help people. I'm also launching, hopefully, it was going to be the end of this week, but the reality of homeschooling kicked in and I don't think it's going to get finished quite as as early as that but certainly yeah. next week 
I've got three courses, sorry, yeah, three courses already, which are the Happy Me Project One, which is a 20, which was my first course that I put out after my husband's death. And that is 21 days of the fundamentals of self-development. What do you need to feel good? And it's what I do all of the time. So I put that together. That's been running for two years, maybe longer yeah. now. And then there is the uh, the Happy Me Project 2, which is all about self-confidence, self-belief, um, both outer and inner confidence. That's a slightly bigger course. And it might be something that you want to do knowing that you're going to come out of the pandemic more confident and ready for, you know, yeah. to to get that new job. Cause I actually talk a lot in there about how to portray your confidence on the outside, as well as working on it being real on the inside. So that could be a really good thing for people to learn during their time of lockdown. And then yeah. the, there is also a kid's course and the kids course isn't so much a course as in you go through stuff, but in there, there's some visualizations for children, which are on bravery and confidence and that kind of thing. And some just advice for parents. And I think that right now would be, I know a few people have messaged me to say they're going to do the kids one with their kids and do the adults one for themselves. And then yeah. next, well, next week, I'm going to be doing the Happy Me Project 3, which will be purely on resilience and just putting right. in exactly what you need to bounce back from challenges. And so, again, uh, you know, I try to focus on, and, and all of these, just, just for your listeners as well, the courses are, the, the Happy Me Project 1 and the resilience are £30 courses. They're not like hundreds and hundreds so of pounds. So it's really, I mean, 30, and then again, I know, you know, people are out there, people are worried about jobs and people have, have already maybe left jobs or on, on yeah. peer reductions. But when I was doing an exercise this week with my business partner, the things that we're, although we're not quite trading right now as, as it's not business as usual, the things we're saving on by not moving, not going out, yeah. not, Interesting. Not, yeah. not, not buying God knows how many Costa coffees every week, uh, yeah. Starbucks not going out for dinner and even like this week alone this is this is and this might seem little but there's been the amount of times we have thrown food out in our house because it's yeah. went out of date because we haven't eaten it because we've gotten a takeaway we've gone out we've yeah. put the kids out we've went for dinner this week oh well the the the, the meatballs go out today so we'll have to have them tonight right we'll have them yeah. tonight oh, because we know shopping is a premium and we don't really want to go out as much, you know, as, 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 as we would have daily before. We're now yeah. really probably saving more money and learning a new way of living. So when this does end, I'll be over the moon because we've learned how to be resourceful, how to use what we've got. So for £30, they're people are probably saving that just on not going out yeah. for dinner coffee and and that's the thing and, and that's why and i've always kept my courses really quite low and i did get i mean some of the other coaches will probably stone me to death at some point because i i know my courses are worth more than that in fact a business coach last month i was doing um i was doing some training for one of her um projects that she was doing and she she i didn't know but she had done th done the happy me project one and she was like you're an absolute lunatic it's such a good course i've done yeah. thousands of pounds of courses over the years on mindset and your 30 pound course is what what actually reached me and so i and i know that but what interests me and i, I think we said this before we started i 
I am interested in reaching normal everyday men and women. Now, yeah. I, I do charge for the stuff I do, but equally, I put a ton of stuff out for free. So if £30 is too much right now, go on my YouTube channel, join my Facebook group, go on my Instagram. There's other free stuff. It's just that these structured courses are going to be something to focus your mind. Yeah. And actually, you will, get more, you, you will get more in that as well. It's something different. And I think for 30 people buy into you and people buy into what yes. you're putting out. Because let's be honest, Joe Wicks sells fitness DVDs and they sell out. But if you wanted, you could just Google Joe Wicks and go on YouTube and watch all of his videos anyway. You, you kind of buy into the person and, and, the, and what they're trying to do. And, and if you're helping people, when you do release something new, people want to consume that because they know your free content helped them, your content before has helped them. And, and that is probably vital as well. That feedback there is great because some people think because it's an expensive course, it must be good. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? Uh, not necessarily that is not the case because it's all about the delivery and the person delivering it. And I, I bought a few courses to do um, this the next few weeks, really, on on, mm. on digital marketing, Facebook marketing, creating ads and things like that. And I paid about $35 for about 10 different courses online. And oh, I was telling someone and they were like, oh, you know, $35, they can't be any good. And I'm like, why can't they? I've just joined, um, yeah, I don't know if you saw this, but Yale have just given a free course out um, on the science and uh, science of well-being. I've actually paid right. extra because you can do a slightly extra bit with it. I've paid for it. But um, yeah, they're doing a free course. There's a lot of free courses out there. there but equally, sometimes you might want to do something where you get a certification at the end or you want to you know, come out with something so that when you go back into the workplace, you can go, well, I did this in this time. I didn't sit still. And that's actually something I put with all of my courses. You do get a certificate at the end of them. Yeah. And although it's not accredited as such, it is actually, and some people have said this to me that when they've come to my workshops and I did create certificates for those as well, that they wanted to show employers that they didn't sit still during their time off work or, you know, during this time of pandemic that he didn't, you know, wouldn't it be nice to finish something and go, I did all of these courses. I didn't just sit still. I, yeah, you know, right. some people will be looking for a new job and they can go, right. I know about wellbeing. I know about this other digital marketing that I've done or whatever else it is. And, you know, it'd be nice to come out the other side, knowing that you learned a skill and you just didn't sit sedentary. And that's it. And I wonder what new jobs come out the back of this. Because mm. There will be new jobs, there will be new areas, there will be new industries. And, you know, one of For my sure. businesses is, is a digital marketing agency. And a lot of the big clients that we work with have just put kind of big projects on hold, which is, you know, fair. They, 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 they're not selling at the moment. They've got nothing to sell. You know, one of the clients does a lot of um, offers with restaurants and um, big restaurant chains and travel right, agents. Yeah. So at the minute, they're, they're, they're not selling anything. So they've kind of put a few clients on hold. And I went, okay, I said, so who... Who is out there now who's needing help? I went, what about all the restaurants? No, they're all shut. I went, what about the delivery? What about actually yeah. not just giving, offering a service of digital marketing, but offering a mentorship service to these businesses as well as digital marketing by saying, look, we'll help you get your business and transform it. So, you know, one of, one of um, my friends, her husband has got a, a restaurant and they've shut the doors. And I said, okay, so what, 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 what they're doing now that they shut the doors, we're doing everything takeaway. We're doing everything home delivery. We've got all of the staff rather than all the staff that can drive doing, doing delivery. So we're able to take this to the door. Mm -hmm. And I went, imagine when all of this resumes, you've built an online home takeaway delivery service. 
yeah. that you never had before and then you reopen your restaurant. You've yeah. then added your business to something else and it's, it's, it's what you do now and how you can transform your life, your business and whatever you're doing yeah. to be better at the back end and courses, online courses, studying, um, reading books. You know, I've picked a few books and brought a few books on from mm. the office that I've been wanting to read for God knows how long, where now yeah, I've got exactly. the time i've got the time to read and and to be able to consume a little bit rather than trying to look at where we can think so i I definitely think online courses and 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 then it gives you a bit of a focus as well if you if you're doing an online course if you subscribe to the you know happy me project three it gives you a little bit of focus away from from what is going on not just how to deal with it but it's 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 helped me how to deal but also taking your mind off things because you're doing something you're doing something yeah and that's it and that's what that's what i try and do with stuff and i've always tried to make the courses very bite-sized because i appreciate we're all busy people even in a pandemic you know a lot of people have become home um school um you know teachers and and that's not what we really expected to be doing so i always make it so that it's um just easy to consume that you can do it while you're you're making lunch and you can you know then sit down and have your own time later on but that it's not you know i always think when people think of a course they think oh god are uni course and it's all like loads of stuff to do there's not stuff this is a personal development course or it's about you listening to something or watching something and then there's workbooks for all of the courses that you can work through in your own time and I'm actually thinking I was just thinking today a lot of people may not have access to a printer right now so how can I do it so that they don't you know or or make yeah. it so that they can write, you know, just just acknowledge that fact that they could write something out rather than it having to be in the in the workbook if they haven't got a printer in their lockdown yeah. situation. So I'll be thinking about that as well. But I'm just trying to keep, you know, trying to find ways to help people. Yeah. And also, you know, from my business perspective as well, you know, this surely should be a time if ever the, if ever there was a time for people to need self development, it's right now. And for me to step up and really deliver that. So just one last thing I want to, because again, with what's going on right now and, and what you do in, in self-development, we'll probably talk forever. But one one big thing I want to try and just discuss briefly is is meditation. I know you touched earlier on. Mm. What do you think, for people who are out there who don't meditate, Yeah. but I believe meditation is good. It does help and it does. Yeah. Do you meditate? Yeah, no, it, it, it's something I I got introduced to probably... Oh, about 18 months ago two years ago mm-hmm. and when I religiously do it I feel much better but yeah. then like anything life takes over and then you miss a day and you don't do it so like what I did what I said as part of all of this is right okay putting that time aside now getting you know meditating using the apps that are out there to help um yeah. it was a, a doctor that introduced me to it a, a, about 18 months, two years ago, and it just showed me different things on YouTube. Then it evolved from there. Then I'd subscribe to the, the app Headspace and, and, and follow yeah. a few different things as well. So what do you think the importance is of meditation and how would you encourage somebody who's not meditated to get into it and where would you advise them to go and look? Okay. Well, first of all, I mean, you've got an abundance of free meditations on YouTube and Spotify and everywhere else. There's lots for you to do. And I think I I haven't used Headspace. Obviously I know of it. Um, there's lots on there as well. So, um, when it comes to meditation, it just doesn't have to be this big deal. You can just be sat and breathing in and out. doesn't even have to be in any kind of, you know, fancy way, just breathing in and out and focusing your 
attention on your breath. So that means thinking, I mean, literally thinking I'm breathing in and I'm breathing out, or maybe you want to visualize a word. You might want to visualize the words breathe in and breathe out or a color breathing in a color, breathing out a color, or perhaps a positive word and breathing out a negative, you know, your worries or anxiety. And you can listen to music or you can do it silent. Some people like to meditate on their pulse. So they put their hands on their pulse on their wrist or on their neck and just focus their attention on the pulse. Now, when you meditate, when you close your eyes, your brain is going to run amok. And all it's going to want to do is think about the next thing that you've got to do or something that you're worried about. It's going to go, it's going to keep wanting to run off. It's, we call it your monkey brain, right? And your monkey brain's yeah. going to start wanting to do other stuff. So all you're going to do is, you, it's okay, that's going to happen. I'm, it's going to happen. So when your brain does that every now and then, you're just going to just judge it back to the breath or the, the pulse or the music that you're listening to or whatever else it is. And you're just going to keep doing that. I do like to listen to guided meditations when someone's yeah. talking because yeah. it just keeps me focused on their voice. And I think there's a often a, but I would suggest actually, if you do listen to them on YouTube, double check you like the person's voice first and that they don't yeah. say anything yeah. weird. Cause I've got halfway through a meditation and somebody said something grammatically wrong and it's jarred me. Like I can't <laughs> deal with that. I can't deal with if they're saying something wrong the whole time. I'm just, I'm just mentally correcting them. So I'm just going to leave the meditation irritated. So yeah, there's loads on there. And the other thing is if meditation at this stage just feels like you're just not ready to try that, that's fine. Just take some time out to do 10 full breaths, right? Just to sit there for a moment and take nice full breaths. Right. And in that time, I want you to check in with yourself. So all they have to do is just to go, okay, let's do a mental body check from head to toe. Am I holding any tension anywhere? Let's be honest. Most of us hold tension in our shoulders or we often furrow our brows or we, you know, we, 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 we hold tension in our jaws. Sometimes we clench our teeth a yeah. bit. We don't realize we're doing it. So do a mental body check from, you know, head to toe, check where you're at. And then also ask yourself how you are. How are you feeling in this moment? Now, if you, when you check in, you feel anxious or you feel worried or angry, even more negative emotions. I want you then to ask yourself, what can I do about this? Is it, is there something I can do to change this now? So let's say I check in and I feel really anxious about the fact, let's say right now people are worried about money. So I go, okay, can I do anything about it? If the answer is no, I can't do anything right at this moment. I haven't got a job and at the moment I can't really do a massive amount. Then okay, fine. Or maybe you go, well, I could cut back on, I don't know, something I've, I'm spending or I could, um, I could check in with my mortgage company or I could speak to my landlord yeah. and I could find a way to loosen stuff there. Then that, that's something you can do. And it's just checking in with yourself throughout. The, and and we, this is more of a mindfulness practice. And mindfulness, I know it's become a buzzword, but all it really means is checking in with yourself and bringing yourself into the present moment. So, in the present moment, we are listening. You know, the, the guys that are listening to this podcast, we are talking on this podcast. That is our yeah. present reality. The people that are listening, your present reality is that you are, you have the luxury to listen to a podcast and that is all that is really real in this moment. What happens next? You don't know what's going to happen next. What's been, you can't do anything about. So how finding ways to bring ourselves into the present is really useful. So aside from 
doing a meditation, which I massively, massively do say to people, do it because it will make you feel better. At first, you might feel a bit frustrated because you'll think, wow, I thought it was going to go into this, like, yeah. I don't know, this um, sort of dazed um like state and it probably won't happen in that way it, it they call it a yeah. meditation practice for a reason because you have to practice and and eventually and actually it was a yoga teacher years ago said this to me um even if you do a, a 20 minute meditation and you find that you get 10 seconds of switch off from the day and from your yeah. your messy thoughts that's 10 seconds that you didn't have before and eventually Absolutely. those 10 seconds will become 30 seconds and maybe even a minute where you're not thinking about the next thing or the past and that's really what meditation is about it's not about that you have no thoughts in your head it's it's training yourself to control those thoughts great Great advice. And, you know, when I told my kids I was meditating, I've got two boys and they thought I was going to be like Dr. Strange off the Avengers and sitting there with <laughs> yeah. legs crossed. And I says, no, lads, it's not like that. And I, you're right there. If you can, and it does build up to that. Cause when I first started, me, 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 me mind would still think about things and then I'd be beating yeah. myself up cause I'm still thinking about things, but you're right. Then you get them 10 seconds, them 20 seconds, them 30 seconds. And then you go, Oh, and then you come out of it and you think, Oh, what happened there? Like yeah. you, you, you do shut off. So it does, you do build up to that. Um, so yeah, that's great advice there. So, um, so yeah, I think that's been great. I've, I've, I've loved today and I think it's been really positive and it'll help so many people. Um, in 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 their kind of hour of need right now and i think the more people that we can point towards what you do and and what content you're putting out right now the better um I've, i always finish off on a couple of questions um if you could give advice to your 18 year old self right now what would what advice would you give um stop firstly stop wearing so much fake tan and over plucking your eyebrows and um you're, you're, you're from you're, you're a geordie though so that's, that's kind of, <laughs> it's not it's not possible given. um and i would <laughs> i would just say just stop being so hard on yourself and allow yourself to grow just stop being stop trying to be a perfectionist great and, and that is that is one thing i do preach minded is everybody worries about everything they're putting out is it perfect is that photograph perfect is that content perfect is that video perfect just put it out you know, just get get it out. Get is you know. I was when I first started this podcast. I didn't want to start because I, I I didn't have all the information. I did, but I had a good guest lined up. So I just started, and then I just found out what to do afterwards. And it's exactly work it out after. Give it a go. Work it out after. Yeah. I, the one thing I do with my business is always talk about how I mess things up and how I'm not always amazing at stuff. How I don't always look great, and and just basically put out there very early on. Set the bar low because we're and just talk about being a human being because we're all going to fuck up at times and that's okay and so I think the more you can do that and just be honest about that you're kind of untouchable because then when yeah. you do do a mis make a mistake or say something silly you can go well I did say to you I'm a human being that's kind of my brand so that's that's yeah. what I try to put out there that's great and last question you did a party you can have anybody um that's here or, or not here anymore at the dinner party three guests Oh, these are hard ones. I don't, do you know what? Last time, last night, I didn't end up getting asked. I was asked, who would you lock, who would you like to lock down with is the new version of this question. Oh. Who would I like to lock down with? I don't, or I mean, sorry, who would I like to have a dinner with and talk to? Um, obviously, because you've asked me this question, I've got no thought in my head. Um, 
I don't know. Do you know what? Um, who would I like to lock down with? Um, random one, but just because I think that she would be really good crack. Paloma Faith. I always oh, see her in interviews and I think, what? you know what? She seems really fun. Um, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez, purely because um, basically in my head, I think I am Jennifer Lopez. Um, obviously don't look anything like her. But she, like in my head that I am Jennifer Lopez. So maybe I should chat to her. Um, and someone more, I don't know, um, who else? God, there's probably loads. Oh, I really I mean, like... Yeah, go on. Yeah, I really like um, Marie Folio, so I would like to chat to her. Um, she's a, a business coach and um, does a lot of, kind of came from a similar entertainment background. And Great. there'd be loads of people. I just would be quite interested to have a chat with her and pick yeah. up Great. Great. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for being a guest. It's been great. Thank and you I think so hopefully, much. Well, if, if, if the listeners want to find you, where will they find you? What's your links? Where's so, your... Um, yeah, where will you find me? So I am hollymatthews.com is my website. You can find me on Instagram, hollymatthews84. Facebook, I am hollymatthews or slash I am hollymatthews. And if, and I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn as you found me on there as well. And my YouTube channel is hollymatthewsonline. But essentially, if you type in hollymatthews into Google and you can't find my content, then your internet is broken because there's a <laughs> Excellent. So just type in Holly Matthews, double T on Matthews and um, you can find me there. Excellent. Thanks very much, Holly. It's great. No worries. Take care. Thank you.